welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. Well, the D3 Golf Guys have been on the road for the last few days, and we got to take in some golf. And so we've got a lot of results to catch up with, so let's get right to it. All right, first off, uh, we get to go to Minnesota for the ladies' event. And there in Emerald Greens in Hastings, Minnesota, they had the Spring Preview. It was hosted by St. Catherine University, and the host came out on top. A really solid 316 to start in round one. Had the, they had a two-shot lead after the first round over Gustavus Adolphus and five shots over Bethel University. And then St. Catherine University ladies fire a second round 311, 15 shots better than anybody else. And they end up winning by 17. Gustavus uh, plays nicely day two, beats Bethel by one. They win by f- they, they beat Bethel by four. So St. Catherine University one, Gustavus two, Bethel three. Uh, Carlton four, St. Thomas University of St. Thomas Minnesota five, McAllister College six, St. Olaf College seventh. Um, uh, really good playing in the individual ranks. Uh, Jordan Amelon from St. Catherine seventy seven day one uh, comes back with a seventy five day two day two to tie for the tie for the win with Nicole Miller from Bethel Minnesota who went seventy eight seventy four seventy four best round the day two. Uh, both with a 152 total, eight over. Kate Taylor from St. Catherine uh, finished third, 78-76. Emily Kratz from Gustavus, 75-81. And Alyssa Soma from Carlton, uh, 80-77. Uh, Anna Tolfason from Bethel shot 74 the first day. That was the best score on round one. Uh, she ended up finishing uh, not tied for ninth. So a really great... Uh, tournament there and so happy to be able to see us playing some golf in minnesota um although them hopefully uh getting a few of those rounds in before it got cold again and we'll get a little bit more of the warm-up here soon okay next up is the kathy nepogen spring fling in at ironwood golf club in normal illinois where the rose holman ladies come out on top uh they fire a 321 in the first day to take a uh a 14 shot lead and they only expanded it on day two with a 332. Uh, second place was Grace College. Tied for third was Augustana and De- Augustana College with DePaul University. Fifth place, Wisconsin Whitewater. Sixth, Central College. Seventh, Luther College. Eight, Millican. And ninth, North Central. Precious Saley from Rose Holman was your medalist. 79-79 for a 158 total. Uh, second place, Delaney Underwood from Central. Third place, Lucy Young from Grace College. Fourth place, Rachel Zhang from Rose Holman. And tied for fifth with Jillian Stone from Augustana and Wynn Aldrich from Rose Holman. So a really nice performance from the Rose Holman ladies there. What's also interesting is that Rose Holman was, uh, also had their uh, invitation spring invite as well at the Trophy Club Golf Course in Lebanon, Illinois. Uh, ended up, uh, it looked like Rose Holman just had in- individuals there. So the team team results were uh, Transylvania University came out on top with Hanover College second, Franklin College third, and Earlham College fourth. But the Rose Holman team's individuals uh, came out one two. Your medalist was Svarnika Bomakanti, and second place was Michaela Aikida, both from Rose Holman. Dania Dale third from Hanover, and then tied for fourth were. Grace Chilton and Kelly Harpy from Transy. 
We also had another uh, event out west where the Redlands ladies, again, continue to show that they are putting up some big-time scores. So Redlands uh, shows 309 on the first day to take a nine-stroke lead over Chapman and Cal Lutheran. They're playing the same teams over and over again. And then in round two, Redlands shoots 310. Uh, so that's that's really good golf no matter no matter where you're playing. Uh, very a late name we've heard a lot. Hannah Jugar wins 76-71, which is rock solid. Uh, Kaylee Higgins from Chapman finishes second. She had the best round of the day on round one, 73, followed up with a 75. Uh, Malia Kiger from Redlands, 77-77. Maria Moon from Redlands, 83-74. And then two more tied at fifth. Claire Cornijo from Cal Lutheran and Gabby Kiger, Redlands, both shot a 160. So those are some really nice scores. But next up was the big ladies tournament we had down in the south in Montgomery, Alabama, where the Montgomery Country Club Women's Intercollegiate was hosted at Montgomery Country Club. We had several of the top schools in the country at this tournament, and it did not disappoint. Uh, Coming out on top... Not to anybody's surprise, Methodist University. Boy, did they put on a show. Uh, but there was some good competition in this in this tournament. Uh, Methodist got out early to a three-shot lead on round one. They fired 294. Um, after day, on day one, Center College was second at 297, followed by Emory with a 302. And then tied, for, tied after that was Carnegie Mellon with a 312 and Rhodes College with a 312. Barry College with 319, Huntington 326, uh, Birmingham Southern 337, and Piedmont College 380. Then we go to round two where the golf got even better. And I happen to be in Alabama for another tournament that week that we'll talk about in a little bit later. But that round two day was an absolutely gorgeous day, and the ladies across the entire tournament took big advantage. Methodist comes back and fires a 286. That's right, 286, two under par. Uh, unfortunately for them, wasn't the best round of the day. Now, Methodist had a big lead uh, going into that, but the Carnegie Mellon ladies absolutely go ballistic and go 285. So one of the things that I love to see here is that we've got ladies teams breaking par, which you don't see a ton of that in the Division Three ranks, so that should tell you how good things are. Center College was in second place and didn't play bad. And they shot 305 uh, on the second day. They ended up finishing third, uh, five back of Carnegie Mellon. But, I mean, Carnegie Mellon moved way up the list. Uh, But Methodist still wins by 17 shots. So Methodist had a pretty comfortable win there. Uh, But look out for Carnegie Mellon because if they can can keep Quintana coming on there, it's shaping up to make a really interesting national championship tournament. So the final results were Methodist 1, Carnegie Mellon 2, Center College 3, Emory 4, Rhodes 5, Barry 6, Huntington College 7, Birmingham Southern 8th, Piedmont 9th. On the individual side, uh, Methodist was first, second, and one more tied for third. So they clearly distanced themselves. And winning, once again, Jillian Drinkard, who goes 72-66 the last day. Six under total. Uh, her teammate, Paige Church, actually beat Jillian day one with a 71, but just had a lowly 70, two under par, day two to finish three under. Uh, Ingrid Strangersom 
from Methodist had the best round of the day in round one, 70, followed up with 75, which is still really good playing for a 145 total. There was four ladies tied for third. Lauren Kim from Barry was also tied for third. Mariana Chong from Emory tied for third. And Riley Suter from Center, who we've talked about before on this on this podcast, also tied for third. So that was really good. Then here comes reason why Carnegie Mellon came back hot. They come back with 7-8-9 with Alexis Sinjanto, who we've talked about on the podcast before, 79-67. Denise Pan goes 80-67. Talk about good comeback days there, ladies. Wow. Michelle Chow from Carnegie Mellon, 76-74. So, I mean, a six-over par 150 got you ninth place at this tournament, which is outstanding golf. Uh, And then tied for 10th was A.J. Chicharo, along with Jessica Lan. AJ from Rhodes and Jessica from Emory with a 151 total. So that's just outstanding golf. Uh, center had 12 and one person tied for 13th. I mean, if, if, if you're looking at me, if you're going to tell me that the top six finishers here finished the top, within the top eight at nationals, I wouldn't really be surprised. Um, you know, I think I mean, there's some Northeastern schools we're going to see here hopefully later this week or, or early in the next week. We're going to get them out. Um, and so you have Williams out there and a couple other teams. We've got uh, Redlands, a few other teams in the Midwest, and some of the Texas. But right now, it, I'd be hard-pressed to, to throw a whole lot of people at Methodist, Carnegie Mellon, Center, uh, Emory, Rhodes, and Barry. That, that looks pretty good uh, right now. So it'll be very interesting. But congratulations to all those ladies. Uh, just outstanding golf to be that far under par is, is wonderful to see in the women's game. And the other thing that we'll point out is we did tweet out uh, to the Annika group that, you know, hey, if you want to talk about one of the best female players in the country, we ought to be talking about Jillian Drinkard. Uh, so if you get the chance to see us, ladies, uh, let's let's hit up our, uh, our good friend Jillian here with the Annika because we need to make sure that the Annika people are paying attention to us in Division Three, not just the, the big wigs in the SEC. Okay. With that, let's move over to the men's side and let's get caught up on a few of the tournaments and then I want to dive in deep to one of the big tournaments that we had earlier this week that D3 Golf Guys was at in person. All right, first up for the men, the CCIW preview at Wybring Golf Club in Normal, Illinois, where the Illinois Wesleyan guys were hosting a one-day event. And they shoot a come out and shoot a 292 to win by... Uh, pretty wide margin, 16 shots. Carthage College finishes second with a 308. Milliken th- third with 309. Augustana and Wheaton tied fourth. North Park sixth. Elmhurst seven. Carroll eight. And North Central College nine. Our guy, our guy Rob Wietrick. That's right, Wietrick. So Rob, here's my Maya Culpa. I butchered his name uh, earlier in the podcast uh, season, but. To Rob's credit, he sent me in a note saying, hey, here's how you pronounce it. So, Rob, thank you. We're sorry. But also, in my defense, I got closer than most, according to Rob. And also, poor Rob had his last name misspelled like seven different times in his senior yearbook in high school. So, it's obviously something he's dealt with. Uh, Rob, we appreciate you. Rob Wietrich wins with a set, with a one under 70. Uh, he ends up winning by one shot over his teammate Hayden Henry from Illinois Wesleyan and Kevin Healy from from Carthage, both firing a 72. Ethan Wilkins from Illinois Wesleyan, 73. And if you remember, Ethan was the guy who came in as an individual in the tournament down in the south, and we said, oh, if he gets in the lineup, they could be dangerous. 
It looks like he's in the lineup because then they had two more Illinois Wesleyan guys finish tied for fifth with 74s. So really good playing in that tournament. All right, next up, we had the Virginia State Golf Association Intercollegiate at Williamsburg National Golf Club in Williamsburg, Virginia. So a lot of the Virginia schools got together and got to play a little tournament. Uh, it would look like a two-day event, but only nine holes the second day, uh, where Christopher Newport comes out on top. They go 298 day one to take a one-stroke lead over Bridgewater, and they end up winning by 10 shots on the second day, which is sort of a weird number because most of the time we don't see nine holes, for, but it was a 139, uh, which was really, really good. Uh, so Christopher Newport wins by 11 strokes over Bridgewater, who finishes second. Third place was Randolph-Macon College. Fourth, Southern Virginia University. Fifth, Shenandoah. Sixth, Mary Washington. And seven, Marymount University. Uh, Rob Kinder from Christopher Newport goes 72-32 for a four-under total. Uh, Sebastian Bonte from UMW, 70 the first day, 37 uh, day two. Ronnie Uzenski from Bridgewater, 73-35. And then Alex Price from Christopher Newport, Austin Brooks from Randolph-Macon, and Nathan Pressler from Southern Virginia all tie for fourth with a 109-1 over total. So some pretty good golf at Williamsburg National. That's, that's, uh, that's a good golf course. So it was nice to see the Virginia schools get together and put on a little bigger tournament there. Okay, one of the other interesting things that we saw happen earlier this week was the Pfeiffer Shootout. At, Tiller, at Tillery Tradition Club in Gilead, North Carolina. It was Greensboro and Pfeiffer kind of going head-to-head. And so that's one of the interesting things because we haven't really seen Pfeiffer come out and play a whole lot of Division three schools. Greensboro College, who we've seen in the mix in uh, a lot of the Southeastern tournaments, they were there and they played them at that tournament. Greensboro wins 306 to 313. Uh, Zach Swink from Greensboro takes medalist honors, 73 that day. Kevin Burris from Pfeiffer, 74. Uh, and then uh, that pretty much everybody else Greensboro brought, hardly brought uh, was in there close to third or fifth. Uh, but that'll help place Pfeiffer a little bit more in some of the rankings where they had floated in there a little bit uh, earlier in the year. Okay, next up, Augustana Invitational at Highland Springs Golf Club in Rock Island, Illinois. Uh, again... Coming out on top, winning by one was Wisconsin, uh, was Illinois Wesleyan, and they beat Wisconsin Eau Claire by one stroke. So, uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota schools are finally out. And it looks like they finally had their legs underneath them. So, Illinois Wesleyan comes out on top. Two eighty two is really good. Six under. Uh, Wisconsin Eau Claire comes out fires five under, and they lose by one, which doesn't seem real fair. Uh, third place was Luther College. Tied for fourth was Clark and North Park. Uh, we had St Ambrose sixth, Wheaton College seventh, Augustana eighth. Wisconsin Stout, 9. 10 was uh, Blackhawk Community College, 11th Carroll University, and 12 Co College. Uh, Corey Burner from Eau Claire goes, shoots, fires a 68 to win medalist at 4 under. Uh, and then he had a couple tied for second. David Morton from Wheaton, 69, or, eh, 9. Rob Wietrich from Illinois Wesleyan, 69 also. So a pretty good week out of Rob. Uh, and also tied for second was Will Nummy from Illinois Wesleyan. Uh, so Illinois Wesleyan's guys have had a really good couple of weeks, a, a good week or so. Um, that'll help them in the rankings. They're firing really good numbers. They look to be uh, ready to join the rest of the southeastern schools in contending for the national championship. All right. Uh, back in the Midwest, Otterbein had a little invitational at River Greens Golf Club in West Lafayette, Ohio. 
where Otterbein ends up winning, and they shot a, a 300 that day. Uh, they beat Marietta College by three. Uh, Capital University finishes four shots back of that, and Ohio Northern uh, one more back of them. Uh, so a pretty good bunch to finish there. It was just a one-day event. Uh, Gage Herb from Marietta goes three under 69 to win medalist honors. Uh, Corey Rogers from Otterbein with a 71 finishes second. We had three people tied for third. Ben Satterweight from Capital, uh, Kurt Fortman from Otterbein, and Lucas Fox also from Otterbein. Uh, so some really nice golf being played there. It's nice to see kind of getting those Ohio schools to get away from those dual matches like the football teams and baseball teams and get into some, uh, hey, let's all get together and play some tournaments. All right. Now let's go over to the Hoosier Heartland D3 Challenge over at Otter Creek Golf Club in Indiana. Uh, I actually, I, I, I was told about this tournament and I would have loved to have come, but I had the chance to go to 80 degree weather down in, uh, down in Montgomery, Alabama. So sorry guys, I, I chose the better weather. Uh, but we had a really interesting tournament here where we had, uh, three rounds and end up tying for first was Denison university and Transylvania university. So transy kind of flexes their muscles a little bit, uh, more so having come back from up from the South. And Denison continues to perform. Uh, so, I, you know, Denison's very interesting. And speaking of the Denison crew, uh, special shout-out. We, we posted this out on uh, Twitter, but uh, Big Randy from the No Laying Up guys were talking about the, the golf course there at Denison. And so uh, I've actually played that golf course. It's a great co- track. Uh, so, Denison, guys, let us know when we're invited back up. We'll, uh, we'll come on back up. We'll see if we can get Big Randy to come out with us, too. Uh, so yeah, Dennison comes out with a 295 day one. Uh, Transy comes in 304. Franklin was there at 306, and then he had some distance back there. At day two, Dennison stumbles a little bit, goes 310. Transy comes back with a 295. DePaul, who was who had shot 319 the first day, comes back with a 302 day two. Uh, Franklin goes backwards just a little bit, 319. Um, and so then in the last day, Dennison comes back and goes 303, Transy goes 309, and they end up tied. I'm, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a playoff, but DePaul has the best day of, of the three of, of the, any of them with a 301, which is really, really play, good playing. Um, so the, the order of finish goes Dennison and Transy tied for first, DePaul third, Franklin fourth, Rose Holman fifth, Wabash sixth, Hanover seventh. Uh, Vincennes University 8th, Spalding University 9th, and Earlham College 10th. On individual, uh, Matt Jordan from Vincennes goes 69-74-72 for a one-under total for the medalist honors. Uh, Rhett Cox from Transy finishes 2nd, 71-73-77. Mark Mitchell from Denison finishes 3rd, 72-75-75. And Will Grady also from Denison, 72-75-77. Tied for fifth were Colby Johnson of Spalding, 75-74-78, and Reed Gritton from Transy, 79-74-74. Our guy Braden Weiss uh, ended up finishing seventh from Wabash, 79-71, best round of the day, day two, 78-day three. So uh, really nice tournament. Uh, Good win there by, or shared win by Dennison and Transy. Uh, It's kind of interesting. Transy sort of been leaning on a lot of those guys the last couple years and they've been a little bit more susceptible but really nice playing here to kind of come back and then Denison really show that they're ready to hang in that spot so a really interesting tournament there I think that'll be really interesting as we move into conference play which we're going to talk a little bit more about later okay 
Uh, one other tournament before we get to the big one. Uh, Gustavus Triangler. They, Gustavus hosted uh, two other schools up at Emerald Greens in Hastings, Minnesota. Uh, and they just, it was just a one-dayer, but it was really good playing. So St. Thomas University of Minnesota, in Minnesota wins 297 by one stroke over Gustavus Adolphus, 298. Uh, so very tight. St. John's U- University of Minnesota finish, finishes third with a 300. Uh, so that that's that's really good playing and, and a very tight score. Uh, we had three guys tied for first. Jacob Peterson from Gustavus, Matthew Rabe from St. Thomas, Minnesota, and Wyatt Wasco from Gustavus Adolphus all shot even par 72. Uh, Brady Bocamp, um, it was actually four guys tied for fourth. Brady Bocamp from St. Thomas, Jake Nasby from St. Thomas, uh, Nate Loxerkamp from St. John's, and Thomas Gutzmer from St. John's also. So pretty good. Uh, what's interesting is it looks like Gustavus could have really used a, a better four score that, that might have got helped them out because they had two guys tied for first. So, But St. Thomas, Minnesota had one guy tied for first and two guys tied for fourth. So that's really good playing. Um, so don't don't count out the, the northern schools. They'll, they'll be coming, and, and whoever comes out of that conference up there will will be a contender, guaranteed. Okay. Now it's time to dive deeper into the Wind Lakes Intercollegiate hosted by Huntington College at Wind Lakes Golf and Country Club at Montgomery, Alabama. And let me tell you, from this, from your intrepid podcaster, you could not have asked for two better days. Uh, unfortunately for me, I, I did use sunscreen, but uh, unfortunately we just haven't had enough sun where I am from, a little further north, that I still got a little uh, toasty red uh, having been out there for two days, but... What a great thing. First of all, uh, big shout-outs to a lot of the guys we got to see on the range and talk to them. Uh, a lot of our guys that we'll talk about were there. We were able to give away some of our uh, newest stuff to those guys, which some of the guys were not kind enough to tweet out. So we've got some poker chips available. Uh, we were able to give a whole bunch of guys those. I saw a few of them in action, uh, but none of from the Piedmont guys. I guarantee you that. But... Let's get into the results, and we'll talk a little bit about the tournament. Um, so first of all, what a great golf course. Uh, great tournament course, too. Had some really good risk-reward holes, and the, the greens were really uh, had some really good spots, and some of the pin placements were outstanding. Uh, there were a couple that were sort of on some ridges and in some tough places that as you kind of went around, you could see, like, oh, boy, even if you're below the hole, this is still an interesting putt. And if you're above the hole, it was even more so. Uh there's some good good water holes that brought the water into play, but not to where it was like ridiculously hard. Uh, the wind blew a little bit on day one of the tournament, but other than that, it was pretty still. Day two was uh, a little stiller and a little bit more gettable uh, from that perspective. But uh, a lot of the people were not having any problems going and getting that golf course. So we get to day one where Piedmont College, who has been right there all year, goes out and shoots. The round of the day, 281. Uh, and second place is Guilford College at 288. Uh, right behind them is Carnegie Mellon at 287. Then we get into the 290s, and, and Huntington has got their... Now, Huntington had three teams there. Um, so Huntington actually, I think their C team was, lead, was, was ahead of their A team at that point in time. But when you look at the golf, final golf stat results, that's not there. But Huntington had a 296, so they're right there. Emory, 297. Methodist, 298. Uh, and then we had LaGrange at 302. Averett at 302. Oglethorpe, 308. 
uh, Barry College 315, Covenant College 319, and Birmingham Southern 322. So it's pretty tight and bunched at the top, but she had some wiggle room in the middle as well. Uh, <clears throat> really good playing. It was going to be kind of a, all right, Piedmont's in the lead, but that the horses are right behind them. Was Piedmont going to be able to sort of hold off some of the other people who, we knew, who you knew were going to make a big charge? So on day two, uh, Piedmont did not slow down. They kept the pedal down. So they, they come out with a 285 on the second day. Carnegie Mellon actually cuts into the lead. They fire a 283 on day two, but you know they, Piedmont had six shots on them. Guilford actually slipped back to a 300, which dropped them from second down to third that day. Uh, Emery was, was good again. Uh, after their 297, they come up with a 291 to finish fourth. Methodist pretty consistent. Then with 298 day one, 292 day two. Uh, LaGrange played much better day two, 302 than 290 day two. Huntington pretty consistent, 296, 297. It'll be interesting. Uh, I, you know, Huntington's had some other guys there that had to be playing well. So it'll be interesting to see if that changes their mix because this is probably one of their lesser performances from a big tournament perspective. They've been finished in the top three or four on most all of them. Uh, so I don't know what if the if the lineup changed a ton from previously, but we'll we'll dig into that as we go forward. Averett finishes eighth with a 292 day two. And while we're on the topic of the Averett guys, we got to get them the got to get their logo down to Montgomery because those guys in the driving range for day two had the only blank one with a pen word that said Averett on it, which was hilarious. Uh, interesting was McMurray was there, uh, came over from Texas with our with our guys who we'll talk about. Um, so it was really great to get McMurray there. They ended up finishing ninth. They were 298 uh, day one, uh, but a 301 day two really kind of set them back and, and dropped them down the order just a bit. Uh, Oglethorpe University had a nice comeback on day two, 295, a little better performance than with, with them. Uh, Birmingham Southern also came back with a 302 after their 322 day one uh, to finish 11th. Barry College, 316, and Covenant College, Thirteenth uh, place with three fifteen. There's a lot of individuals in in the tournament as well, but just kind of looking at the top ten or so. Uh, Jason Fulker from Carnegie Mellon seventy one sixty seven. Uh, so we know Carnegie Mellon is really good uh, with Jason Lee and Will Noth. Uh, looks like they may have a third score all of a sudden, which could really make them more dangerous. And, and after watching them play live and in person, uh, they're they're for reals, which is going to be really interesting. Uh, and then the reason why Piedmont won is they had three guys right up there at the top. So Ben Ballin, who we've talked about a lot, he played absolutely outstanding. 68 day one, followed up with a 73 for a 300 total, tied for second. Uh, he was tied with James Michoud from Guilford, who shot the best round in round one, 67. Backed up a bit of 74, uh, which is still not bad playing in round two. And then Jason Lee from Carnegie Mellon, also tied for second, goes 70-71. Um it was really interesting, and you could see some of these good scores. The putting there was kind of one of those things where you could it could go in, it could miss, you could hit the right where you wanted to, it would wobble a little bit. Uh, not that the greens were bad, they were just just a little bit of the Bermuda was kind of playing around with some people. So it's not surprising to see a lot of even close to even par rounds. There wasn't a whole lot of crazy going low, but you could keep it pretty pretty much in between the mayo and the mustard. Tied for fifth was Andre Chi from Methodist, who had another good tournament, 72-70. Also tied for fifth was Fred Roberts from Piedmont, and also from Piedmont, Mari Perzasar, the third. 
so you've got Piedmont with three guys inside the top five. That's that's how you win a tournament like this. Um, I mean, to think they go 281, 285, and only win by four shots is is really good playing, but shows you just the depth of the field there that they had. Uh, Owen Burt from Huntington also tied for fifth at 69-73. And then uh, tied for ninth uh, with one under total, Davis Higginton, Emory University, Grant Gronka from Huntington, Louis Lambert from Guilford, Will, our guy Will Noth, Car- Carnegie Mellon, 70-73. Uh, we got to watch Will warm up on the range, and it, it's a it's looking good, Will. Keep it up. Uh, we've got to watch a lot of the guys on the range, and I got to tell you, there's a whole lot of really good swings out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys you'd want on your team to be hitting the ball for you, uh, you know. <clears throat> so, I mean, really good playing for a lot of the guys out there. It was a great tournament. Uh the Huntington crew put on a great, a great event, um, and which is what a great, beautiful golf course. It was very, it's very much a, a residential course where you're kind of going in through the neighborhood, in and out. But it was really a fun golf course to see. Great lines, uh, fun golf course to I think to drive the ball. But the greens were just where the greens were where most of the golf tournament was happening. And if you were making putts and getting it to roll in, um, you know, that was pretty good. Um, you know, when you look at the McMurray guys, our, our guy Lane Roy came over from Texas, comes in tied for 13th with a 71-73. Um, and then uh, his his roommate, Brendan Lawrence, also from McMurray, played great, 74-74, but I got him tied for 27th. Um, so, you know, it, it, you look around and you go, all right, it was one of those things where Having walked around and watched a lot of guys, there was a lot of guys who hit a lot of greens. Uh, I watched a couple of the guys. I know uh, one of the guys, Trip Murphy from Oglethorpe. I got to watch him play some. I think he probably hit fifteen greens a day. I we just I never saw a putt go in. Uh, yeah, I think he made a couple, but it was kind of one of those days where if you were just if you had if you had the right line and you were get you kind of guessing right, you could make some birdies. Um, you know, so other people that we uh, keep an our eye on, Cameron Starr from Lagrange, who's one of the top individuals in the country, he went seventy four seventy two. Uh, a couple other good rounds. Uh, Kenny Park from Oglethorpe shot sixty eight the second day. Uh, that's a really good round there. Uh, so in fact, that was one of the better. It was the second best round of the day behind Jason Faulkner, who went absolutely crazy on day two for sixty seven. So, you know, you're looking around and Max Schwartz, the guy from Emory, 73-74. There's just a lot of really good, solid performances. Uh, the other Methodist guys, Cooper Raybreck, you know, 76 day one. That's a little that's a little high for him. A 72 day two, that, that makes more sense. Uh, Henry Angrier, 75-75. And that's not bad playing. It's just there was some... There were some birdies to be made out there if you if you kind of got your lines and your speed right, uh, but there were not a lot of easy putts out there. And having a having a twelve footer was not something that you were like, oh, I'm just going to ram this in there. Uh, so it was very interesting tournament. It was great to be able to be there. It was great to see a lot of people. Got to see a lot of the coaches. Um, we were there with our D3 golf guy stuff on. A lot of coaches came up and said, hey, thanks for what you're doing. It's awesome. We love the podcast. Guys, could not make me happier. Uh, this is really for you and for us, uh, for those of us who love Division Three golf. Uh, what a special couple days down in Montgomery. So I hope to do a lot more of that. Uh, Northern schools, we'll get up there. Um, you just got to get a little warmer. You know, it was really nice 80-degree weather down in Montgomery. So uh, special thanks to the guys down in Montgomery for having me down there. Uh, had a blast. 
Um, hope to see you guys again real soon. Okay, so that's the results that we've had here over the last week or so. Um, <clears throat> really good golf. It's setting up to be a really interesting kind of run here as we move into the conference tournament schedule. And so there's still some other tournaments out there, and we'll make sure to keep our eye on it. But I think as we look to the next podcast this weekend, we're really going to start to work on setting up what to look for for conference tournaments. Because as we get into nationals, you know, the at-large bids are shorter this year. So that automatic qualifying spot is going to be huge. And so we want to kind of break down sort of, all right, let's look at the conferences, who's where, you know, what should we be looking for? What do we expect? You know, and then we can start to look at who, who's going to get a automatic qualifier and who's going to get the at-large bids. So we'll try to break that down a little bit more for you in the next podcast. Once again, always hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I know we, we didn't tweet a whole lot. We were busy trying to hang out and watch golf live so we could talk a little bit more about it. Uh, but we'll, we'll pick that up here soon. But hit us up on Twitter. You got some of you guys doing great jobs of of flagging us and some pictures and everything else. We love seeing it. I uh, want to continue to build this community out. So with that, we'll say, hit them straight. Cheers.